welcome to the Oncology on Air podcast. I am Dr. Prashant. In this episode, we will talk about non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. This is part 1. Non-Hodgkin's lymphomas represent malignant transformations of B cells, T cells and natural killer cells. While approximately 80% of patients with Hodgkin's lymphomas can be cured with conventional and salvage strategies, the cure rate for NHL is less than 50%. NHL have a higher incidence, over 8 times higher than that of Hodgkin's lymphoma with a male predominance and higher occurrence among Caucasians compared to African Americans. The incidence steadily increases with age, particularly after the age of 40, making lymphomas a prevalent cause of malignancy related deaths in individuals aged 20 to 40 the age dependent incidence of nhl varies significantly based on histologic subtypes in children the most common nhl include diffuse large b cell lymphoma dlbcl burkitt's lymphoma and lymphoblastic lymphoma which is equivalent to all in tissue while dlbcl remains the predominant histologic subtype in adults indolent lymphomas such as lymphocytic lymphomas and follicular lymphomas are exceedingly rare in children conditions that are associated with the development of lymphoma can be classified into infectious agents chemicals and drugs inherited immunodeficiency states acquired immunodeficiency states and autoimmune and inflammatory disorders we will begin with a discussion of infectious agents The Epstein-Barr virus is the most commonly associated infectious agent with a variety of B-cell NHLs including endemic, sporadic and AIDS-associated Burkitt's lymphoma as well as lymphomas that arise in the setting of immunosuppression including after organ transplantation and treatment of autoimmune diseases. EBV infection is also implicated in extranodal NK cell and T-cell lymphomas that involve the upper aerodigestive tract as well as other extranodal sites the human t cell lymphotrophic virus type 1 is a causative agent in adult t cell leukemia lymphoma seen in the caribbean and japan the human herpes virus 8 is associated with primary effusion lymphoma where the viral genome is found within tumor cells in virtually all cases chronic hepatitis b infection has also been associated with an increased risk of non-hodgkin's lymphoma marginal zone lymphoma has been linked to many infectious agents gastric extranodal mzls are strongly associated with helicobacter pylori infection other associations with a less clear cause and effect relationship include splenic mzl and hepatitis c infection ocular adnexal mzl and chlamydia Sitaki infection immunoproliferative small intestinal disease also known as mediterranean lymphoma or alpha heavy chain disease and campylobacter jejuni infection an extranodal mzl of the skin and borrelia burgdorferi infection there is also some evidence that herbicides such as phenoxyacetic acid increases the risk of developing a non hodgkin's lymphoma other environmental associations include exposure 
to organic solvents pesticides fungicides arsenic chlorophenols halomethane lead vinyl chloride and asbestos occupational exposures associated with an elevated risk include agricultural work welding and work in the lumber industry diseases resulting from both inherited and acquired immunodeficiency along with autoimmune conditions exhibit a higher likelihood of developing lymphoma the link between immunosuppression and the development of nhl is particularly noteworthy as a portion of these lymphomas can regress if the immunosuppressive state is reversed the incidence of nhl dramatically rises nearly 100 times more in patients undergoing organ transplantation that requires prolonged immunosuppression with the highest occurrence observed in the initial year post transplant approximately 30% of these lymphomas originate from a polyclonal b cell proliferation that transforms into a clonal b cell malignancy nhl associated with immunosuppression or immunodeficiency such as hiv1 infection are frequently linked to the epstein barr virus we looked at the classification of conditions associated with the development of lymphoma earlier let us now list them out lymphoma may be associated with infectious agents such as epstein barr virus htlv1 hhv8 helicobacter pylori campylobacter jejuni chlamydia cystici borrelia hepatitis c as well as mycobacterium tuberculosis chemicals and drugs that are known to be associated with the development of lymphoma include dioxin agent orange phenytoin ionizing radiation chemotherapy tumor necrosis factor agonists and hair dyes inherited immunodeficiency states such as the klinefelter syndrome shidiac higashi ataxia telangiectasia wiscott aldrich common variable immunodeficiency x-linked lymphoproliferative disease autoimmune lymphoproliferative disease and bloom syndrome may be associated with lymphoma acquired immunodeficiency states such as the hiv1 infection multicentric castelman's disease and acquired a gamma globulinemia may also be associated with the development of nhl autoimmune and inflammatory disorders such as autoimmune hemolytic anemia rheumatoid arthritis systemic lupus erythematosus sjogren syndrome hashimoto's thyroiditis inflammatory bowel disease acquired angioedema and celiac disease may also be associated a discussion of the biological background for classification of lymphoid neoplasms is crucial for the understanding of lymphoma as a whole during embryonic development hematopoietic stem cells originating from the liver and placenta generate precursor cells that subsequently migrate to the bone marrow and thymus within these organs they undergo a program of antigen independent differentiation guided by microenvironmental cues leading to the formation of b and t cell lineage precursor cells after birth all lymphoid cells derive from bone marrow hematopoietic stem cells which produce early lymphoid progenitors with the potential for b t and natural killer lymphocytes these early progenitors give rise to b cell progenitors within the bone marrow the primary site for early b cell differentiation 
simultaneously other progenitors migrate to the thymus and undergo t cell differentiation the initiation of b cell differentiation from lymphoid progenitors in the bone marrow hinges on the expression of the pivotal b lineage transcription factor pax5 this factor directly enhances the expression of early b lineage markers like cd19 subsequent development of precursor b cells relies on a transcriptional program propelled by pax5 and downstream transcription factors accompanied by pro survival signals generated through stepwise rearrangement of immunoglobulin genes this rearrangement process involves lymphoid specific recombination factors rag 1 and 2 along with specialized dna polymerase terminal deoxynucleotidyl transferase tdt as pre b cells progress through developmental stages corresponding to specific phases of ig gene assembly starting with immunoglobulin heavy chain locus rearrangement productive rearrangement results in expression of the igm heavy chain this combines with a lambda like polypeptide to facilitate pre b cell receptor assembly the pre b cell receptor in turn initiates signals preventing apoptosis discontinues further igh gene rearrangement and activates rearrangements of immunoglobulin light chain loci initially the kappa loci and if non productive then the lambda light chain loci throughout ig gene rearrangements pre b cell lack complete surface immunoglobulins but express cd19 and cd10 formerly known as the common acute lymphoblastic leukemia antigen or cala cd19 is present in pre b cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia precursor b cells that successfully rearrange a light chain locus express the surface immunoglobulin receptor also known as the b cell receptor transmitting essential survival signals to prevent apoptosis cells expressing immunoglobulin subsequently upregulate additional b cell markers such as cd79a cytoplasmic and surface cd22 and cd20 along with pro survival factors like bcl2 simultaneously they downregulate cd10 and tdt emerging from this process as mature immunologically naive b cells after originating in the bone marrow naive b cells travel through the blood stream and enter secondary lymphoid tissues including the spleen lymph nodes and mucosa associated lymphoid tissues malt in the gut the homing of b cells to specific tissues is primarily regulated by chemokines that activate chemokine receptors on b cells when encountering an antigen in peripheral tissues b cells may either directly differentiate into short lived igm secreting plasma cells or migrate to b cell follicles antigen triggered b cell activation relies on the transcription factor myc mic leading to an increase in cell size and entry into the cell cycle once in the follicles b cells downregulate myc and bcl2 while upregulating the transcriptional repressor bcl6 crucial 
for the formation of secondary B cell follicles also known as germinal centers. Downregulation of BCL2 enables the elimination of B cells producing low affinity antibodies. Indeed, most B cells entering germinal centers undergo apoptosis and are phagocytized by resident macrophages termed tangible body macrophages. MYC, BCL2 and BCL6 play key roles in this process, explaining their common mutation in B-cell lymphomas. Follicular B-cells also increase the expression of activation-induced cytosine deaminase necessary for somatic hypermutation and immunoglobulin class switching. Cells with mutations that enhance immunoglobulin affinity for an antigen survive through signals transmitted by the immunoglobulin receptor undergoing class switching regulated by cytokines. The germinal center reaction involves follicular dendritic cells and a specific class of CD4 positive follicular T cells expressing the CD40 ligand. B cells that survive may leave germinal center to reside in marginal zones becoming long-lived memory B cells or terminally differentiate into plasma cells taking up residence in the lymph node medulla, splenic red pulp or bone marrow. It is notable that most common human lymphomas are B cell tumors composed of lymphocytes with somatically mutated immunoglobulin genes, an alteration that marks these tumors as having arisen from cells that have experienced a germinal center reaction. The reason why such a high number of tumors arise from the germinal center B cell is due to the error-prone nature of the molecular events that permit antibody class switching and affinity maturation. Therefore, the life cycle of a B cell starts with the common lymphoid progenitor, gets converted to the pre-B lymphoblast, then to a naive B cell and occasionally to a plasma cell. The naive B cell may enter a lymph node to become a mantle cell, undergo germinal center conversion to become a germinal center B cell and finally reside in the marginal zone to become a marginal zone B cell. The various stages in the life cycle of a B cell and their malignant counterparts are as follows. Pre-B lymphoblast, precursor B lymphoblastic leukemia. Naive B cell, chronic lymphocytic leukemia or small lymphocytic lymphoma as these are malignancies of the mature B cell. Plasma cell, multiple myeloma. Mantle B cell, mantle cell lymphoma. Germinal center B cell, follicular lymphoma, Burkitt's lymphoma and DLBCL. Marginal zone B cell, marginal zone lymphoma. We will now discuss the development of the T-cell. Progenitors originating from the bone marrow and migrating to the thymus undergo commitment to T-cell differentiation through interactions with thymic epithelial cells. Thymic epithelial cells express DLL4, a ligand for Notch1, a surface receptor present on T-cell progenitors. Activation of Notch1 occurs upon engagement with DLL4 leading to the translocation of its intracellular domain to the nucleus. In the nucleus, it forms a transcription complex crucial for various stages of early T-cell development. 
similar to early B cell development early T cell development is regulated by a lineage specific master transcription factor notch 1 and survival signals produced by productive T cell receptor rearrangements in most developing T cells the process starts with the rearrangement of the TCR beta genes requiring again rag 1 and 2 and involving TDT productive rearrangement allows the expression of the TCR beta polypeptide which combines with the pre T alpha polypeptide to form the pre T cell receptor pro survival signals from the pre T cell receptor enable cells to proceed with rearranging the TCR alpha genes cells with productive TCR alpha rearrangements express TCR alpha beta receptors on their surface complexed with cd3 polypeptides surviving cells also upregulate cd4 and cd8 coreceptors undergoing both negative and positive antigenic selection where cells expressing autoreactive t cell receptors unable to recognize mhc complexes undergo apoptosis cells leaving the thymus as naive t cells express either cd4 which is a coreceptor for mhc class 2 antigens or cd8 coreceptor for mhc class 1 antigens a smaller subset of thymic t cell progenitors productively rearrange their delta and gamma tcr genes emerging as naive gamma delta tcr expressing t cells similar to naive b cells naive t cells migrate to peripheral tissues under the influence of chemokines gamma delta t cells predominantly home to the gut and skin while alpha beta t cells have a broader distribution homing to secondary lymphoid tissues and other sites gamma delta t cells are considered relatively primitive contributing to natural immunity while alpha beta t cells can differentiate into various effector cells depending upon subsequent antigenic exposures Alpha beta T cells recognize antigens presented in the context of MHC molecules with CD4 positive T cells binding to and recognizing MHC class 2 presented antigens as discussed previously and CD8 positive T cells binding to and recognizing MHC class 1 presented antigens activation involves interactions such as CD40 with CD40 ligand CD28 CTLA4 with B7 and antigen presenting cells antigen stimulated CD8 positive T cells may generate CD8 positive effector cytotoxic cells or long lived CD8 memory cells conversely antigen stimulated CD4 positive cells can produce various CD4 positive effector cell types including T helper lymphocyte type 1 2 17 regulatory t cells and t follicular helper cells in summary the t cell originates from the lymphoid progenitor in the bone marrow migrates to the thymus where it becomes a double negative t cell followed by a double positive t cell and then gets converted to either a cd4 positive or cd8 positive t cell in the lymph node the t cell is now a peripheral t cell the malignant counterparts of the double negative and double positive t cells in the thymus 
include precursor T lymphoblastic leukemia or lymphoma. In the lymph node, the malignant counterpart of the peripheral T cell are the peripheral T cell lymphomas. There exists a third category of lymphocytes capable of targeting and killing cells without MHC restriction known as natural killer cells which are integral components of the innate host immune system. NK cells identify and eliminate cells lacking MHC class 1 molecules including virally infected cells and malignant cells. Additionally, they can target antibody-coated cells through interactions with FC receptors on the natural killer cell surface. Unlike T cells, NK cells do not possess surface CD3 and their T cell receptor genes are not rearranged. Morphologically, natural killer cells are slightly larger than resting T and B cells featuring a pale cytoplasm containing azerophilic granules wherein there is a visual similarity to activated cytotoxic T cells. We will now discuss the oncogene rearrangements and chromosomal translocations that are common in non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. A detailed discussion will follow when we discuss specific disease entities. For B lymphomas, translocation 814 is seen in Burkitt's lymphoma involving the MYC proto-oncogene and the IGH gene. Translocation 1418 is seen in follicular lymphoma involving the BCL2 proto-oncogene. Translocation 1114 is seen in mantle cell lymphoma involving the cyclin D1 proto-oncogene. For T-cell lymphoma, translocation 25 is seen in anaplastic large cell lymphoma and translocation 1118 is seen in malt lymphoma. In the second part of this presentation, we will talk about the principles of classification of lymphoid neoplasms, diagnosis and differential diagnosis, staging and prognostic algorithms, and the initial management of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. With that, we have come to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening.